So how important is sleep really? We should be able to get by in just like the minimum amount, right? Well, it's kind of surprising to learn how much our bodies actually do while we sleep. Tune in today to learn why sleep is so important and to get useful tips on how to start sleeping better starting tonight. I'm Lisa Smith, once pharmaceutical rep, banker, and Marine, turned CEO of a wellness center designed to help you with personalized solutions to your most pressing health problems. And it wasn't that long ago that I was exhausted, overwhelmed, and overextended. Having a baby and a toddler at home, being newly diagnosed with Hashimoto, and not having the strength or energy to do all the things I needed to do. That had me all about undone. What I found was that getting to the root causes of my health problems made all the difference in my health and in my life. Pretty Well is our place to talk all things health and beauty in the wellness space. It's where Ashley Bennett and I bring little known but completely doable missing pieces of your wellness puzzle that can be a complete game changer in your life. I come to you each week along with the beautiful, brilliant, and super fun Ashley Bennett to uncover holistic health and beauty topics centered around mind, body, and lipstick. Now, let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to the Pretty Well Podcast. I am Lisa Smith. I'm Ashley Bennett. And welcome to our podcast called Goodnight Sleep Right. Love it. I love it too. <laughs> Sounds good. It does. So, you know, Ash, it is no secret that getting enough sleep each night is important for us to focus, for our mood to be balanced, and even for immunity. Mm -hmm. But did you know that not getting enough sleep even can affect our eating habits and our weight? Yeah, it's crazy. I know. Mm -hmm. That is so crazy. You know, even research shows that people who get at least seven hours of sleep per night, they weigh significantly less mm -hmm. than people who get less than or equal to five hours of sleep yeah. each night. Our bodies are amazing. They do so much while we're sleeping and just regenerating, recharging everything. I know. So I guess that begs the question of like, what's in that extra two hours? Right? That makes all this difference. <laughs> it is magic. It's, so we're going to talk about that a little bit and how that affects our body and then what to do about it. Mm -hmm. So we all know that it's important to get enough sleep each night, mm -hmm. but I don't know about you. I can tend to under-prioritize it. Yeah. Think, oh, all oh, the time. I'll be okay. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll be fine, right? I'll catch up. <laughs> I'll catch up tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. I feel like um, my husband needs more sleep than I do. Like, he's always like, oh, it's 9.30, time to roll out there. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I have two hours left in my day. Like, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But he's just so funny. And he is a... I feel like all my stories about him, people are going to think I don't have any friends. I promise you I do. <laughs> but definitely he's my best friend. Do. <laughs> um, he's just so funny. There's so many good stories. Um, but he sleeps very heavy mm -hmm. um, and I'm a light sleeper. So if there's this, like something happens, like a noise, something crashes in the middle of the night, I'm like wired. I'm awake and he's just like dead to the world. And I'm like, well, I, okay, we're just going to die then because he's, <laughs> he's not awake to help me. I can't get him up. Oh my goodness. But my favorite thing is that he talks in his sleep, not consistently, but when he does, it's not just like a word and you're like, okay, he tells like 
he says ridiculous things mm-hmm. like you would swear he was awake but it doesn't make sense and then he has no memory of it the next day oh my so gosh. i remember like the first time this happened was incredible because we, we got married and i was like what is happening like is this, <laughs> this is the thing like he's just you know so one of my favorites is yeah i came up of course because i stay up later than him i came up he was already asleep he just rolls over and he goes un poquito and i was like <laughs> what what does that even what does that mean and he's like is spanish and i was like okay what is what does it mean and he holds up like t- his two fingers close together and he goes a little bit i'm like okay he's fast and asleep I, he's fast asleep i googled uh-uh. it it means a little bit like we don't speak spanish we're not fluent and he had no memory of it the next day like i, I, I was like why are you speaking spanish in your sleep what are you talking about he had no idea oh, and we just gosh. laughed so hard and there's another one where he got a little sassy <laughs> he was uh, he said something about like, whoa, look at that dart. It's like, hey, I'm out of here. And I'm, <laughs> I've started to play along. And I'm like, oh, are you playing darts? You know, because I know he's sleeping. <laughs> and he's like, no. I'm like, okay, why? And he said, because you said I couldn't throw the darts in the house. And I was like, oh, did I? I don't remember that. <laughs> and he had no idea in the morning. None. I, I think the funniest thing is that he answers you. I know. We're having a conversation, but it's a ridiculous conversation <laughs> that he doesn't know he's having. He's fast asleep it's and conversing. So and yeah. speaking Spanish that he yes. doesn't know. Yeah. Sleeping shells, fluent in other languages. He is a man of many <laughs> unknown talents. I can. <laughs> I love that. Those are so funny. I actually love that you egg him on too. <laughs> <laughs> Once I learned what was happening, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to keep asking questions and see where this goes. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to take this trail out away always <laughs> i love it well along the lines of shell and his sassiness you know even just a little bit of sleep deprivation it can cause us to produce higher levels of cortisol the yeah. stress hormone mm-hmm. which could lead to a little bit of irritability maybe he needs a little more that's right <laughs> even a little more sleep but the interesting thing about elevated cortisol and we've we've touched on chronic stress in the past that's what happens with chronic stress too but it also happens when we don't get enough sleep Mm -hmm. so we've got this elevated cortisol and it not only increases anxiety levels but get this it also tells our body to burn muscle instead of fat oh wow that's not what you want no that is not what you want and to increase the storage of fat Mm mm-hmm and here's something that even gets a little more complicated when that when the cortisol is elevated it tends to cause our insulin to rise remember oh. insulin is what helps us to balance our blood sugar mm-hmm. so so if you can picture it picture like an arrow that says cortisol and it's going up mm-hmm. picture another arrow that is insulin and it says going, going up. up and when those two go up together guess what they equal i don't know more belly fat no yep belly fat picture a great big arrow Ugh. belly fat going up yeah. So annoying. Yeah. So so for people, you know, how many times have we heard this, Ash, where someone says, I am eating right. Like I'm eating the way yeah. I'm supposed to. I'm fueling properly. I am exercising every day. Like mm-hmm. I'm exercising right. Not too much, not too little, mm-hmm. not too hard. Just, but every day I'm getting 30 minutes in or whatever that might be. I'm making all these lifestyle changes, but I'm still, I still am gaining weight around the middle. Mm. So think about that. It could be poor sleep. It could be stress. It could be a combination of so both. So many things. Your body could just be tired. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. But we know that elevated cortisol plus elevated insulin equals increased belly fat. So we wow. know that. And more of that apple shape mm-hmm. becoming more like an apple shape rather than a pear. So that's another reason why sleep is so, so important. 
And now just, you know, a little aside that is just as important though, there, we have all these hormones, right? Mm. Sleep, poor sleep throws our hormones up on, up on their head. Like it totally messes up our hormones and not just our, you know, not just our sex hormones, like estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, but all of our hormones we have thyroid hormones, you know, adrenal hormones, we've got hunger hormones. So get this with hunger hormones, those, they work together as a team. There's leptin and ghrelin. Leptin tells us when we're full. Mm. So it's released by our body when we start to eat. And it says, oh, you know, you're getting full, slow down, stop eating. So think leptin starts with an L, think low, like my food goes low. Mm Mm-hmm. Ghrelin, on the other hand, is released by the body when we're hungry. hungry. Yeah, that comes right before your stomach starts to growl. Mm-hmm. So think, gee, go, like eat more food. When you, even one night of sleep deprivation, get this, <laughs> it lowers leptin that tells you you're full. Does it raise the other one? It does. <laughs> it raises the one that tells you you're hungry. Wow, so that's probably why you have cravings and you feel like you can't get full. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Especially on those nights. Have you ever had one of those nights like you had a really bad night's sleep and it hits midday and you're like, I just have to eat. I just have to eat something. <laughs> I have to eat everything. Just yes. give me food. But poor sleep. It's it, it's like, it sounds like I'm stacking the deck, but I'm not. Poor sleep also causes us to, gr- to crave sugar more than any other food because Ugh. it's instant energy. Wow. So not only... Are you then craving at 2 p.m. something, but you're craving cookies, yeah, candy, that's not cake. even going to help exactly. you. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. So you can see the importance of getting at least that seven hours of sleep. And finally, one last thing that just adds, you know, the straw on the old camel's back is poor sleep influences your endocannabinoid levels. It took me so long to say that word. (laughs) Very impressed. For a very long time, months, I've had to practice endocannabinoid. But for those who like CBD, that affects, that helps to calm your endocannabinoid levels. But poor sleep ramps them up. So you're actually Mm -hmm. seeking, it ramps up pleasure seeking, Mm -hmm. um, cravings, behaviors. So you can see how, how these things just layer on top of each other and how important it is to get a great night's sleep. Yeah, and I feel like, have you ever felt if you're super tired and you know you're drained that you just behave erratically? Like yes. I, I do, it's like, why am I doing this? What it's, It makes so much sense what you just said. Yes, mm. yes, you're like, I don't ever go to the store and buy all these cookies yeah. and like a, What's a going frappuccino. On? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like sugar loading and yeah, no. And then I don't know about you, this, is, this has been classic for me in the past. Poor night's sleep. I end up craving sweet stuff and caffeine midday, mm. overdo it on both, end up shaking yes. <laughs> the rest of the day. Oh, I've now been there. <laughs> tired and shaky. And like you said mm-hmm. earlier to me, you said, sometimes I feel nauseous if I don't get a good night's sleep. Yes. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. So now you're nauseous, tired, and shaky. So, you know, it just so goes fun. back to getting that good night's sleep. <laughs> let's just talk about how do we get a good yes. night's sleep. Let's fix look, all these problems. Let's please fix it. It's just getting worse by the minute. Um, so there are a couple of really key pointers. Do you have anything you love? I'm going to head into a couple others. Like for instance, one is like a nighttime routine. Mm -hmm. Like, do you have a nighttime routine or a ritual? Like, do you read or anything before bed or just start to like put away the screens? I don't always stick to it. So what I will say, I can, I can speak to both sides because when I am just like, I'm endlessly scrolling on my phone before I go to sleep, Mm -hmm. it's hard for me to go to sleep. It's more disjointed. Like, and I think you can probably speak to this. 
I forget what it's called, but there's something that is like with the blue light and it's like it affects your brain. Yes. Um, So I do that more often than I should and then I don't feel well. But when I do read before bed, it like naturally, it calms you. You naturally start to get tired and then go right to sleep. It's just so much better whenever I I do that. So I aspire to that. I just don't always stick to it. Well, yeah. And and you know what? That's human. We all, you know, where it's always about like progress and not perfection. perfection. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. the same thing, I, I, same thing. I have the best of intentions Mm -hmm. and some nights you'll find me plugging away, working on my laptop in bed until I'm falling asleep, sitting up, you know, and then some nights I'll, I'll get it together and I'll I'll say, no, I'm going to shut everything down Mm -hmm. at least an hour before I'm going to read a book. Kind of just depends, you know, on the night. My goal is to be the one that reads the book. Yes. I think like an hour or two, they say to not do screens before you're ready to go to sleep. That's hard because we use our phones for everything yeah. I'm like oh I need to look this up or or do this in my phone real quick yeah and so I yeah. break the whole hour before thing <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm looking up how to sleep better yeah. <laughs> the I screen is yeah. right in my face exactly yeah no, but I agree with you we do we're really dependent on on our screens and everything for what we do but that is definitely one of them for sure so that's one of the nighttime rituals that's mm-hmm. really a good one to mindfully begin to incorporate and that yes. is to to get those screens turned off at the very least you can turn on that night filter do mm. you have that night filter it's amber yes yeah uh-huh. yeah so you can literally on your phone if you have a smartphone probably an android too i'm just not as both. familiar mm-hmm. yeah where you can go into settings mm-hmm. and you can put on you know as it you know change with the daylight and yeah, you can night mode mm-hmm. absolutely yep and that will definitely be helpful and then the other thing is to start to turn screens off even if you don't do it two hours before if you do it an hour before or 30 minutes before mm-hmm. everything is beneficial yes you know rather than Baby just steps <laughs> yeah because you made a great point ash you said your your brain will be geared up. It actually is. Mm-hmm. The EMFs and the blue light actually disrupt. EMFs. That is what I couldn't think of. I knew you would know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right, though. Mm-hmm. It just dis- it disrupts our circadian rhythm, which yeah. is just our natural sleep cycle. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's a great point. So so making a plan to wind down and relax. Um, really good self care is taking a bath, mm-hmm. journaling. But even if those are like, you're like, yeah, in my dreams, right? <laughs> but even just having a book, I do always have a book on my nightstand. Same. You too, just mm-hmm. to try to get that brain to switch off from the busyness of the day and like the go, go, go to like, okay, it's time to calm. It tells our brain to like, it's time to calm Quiet down. Quiet down. <laughs> exactly. And, and to keep a consistent sleep schedule. So to go to bed around the same time every night, you know, within a, a half hour, Mm-hmm. of when you normally do and to get up around the same time each day really helps our body to get that cycle set. I feel so much better when I do that. Again, I don't stick to it perfectly because I, you know, oh, I'm up late for this. I'm just, I'm so sporadic with that, but I feel so much better whenever yeah. I do stick to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you figure that is so important just for balancing even sleep hormones. We mm-hmm. talked about hormones a minute ago, really balancing those. That's really key. Uh, a couple of things that are kind of easier to do once we think think about them, avoiding things uh, clearly like caffeine late in the day, yeah. right? Cutting, having mm-hmm. a cutoff time for caffeine mm-hmm. um, because the half-life of caffeine is five hours. So oh. in five hours, half of it has been metabolized, but the other half is still there. Yeah. So 4 p.m. is your cutoff, 
9 p.m., you still got half of half it Half of it you. to work through. Mm-hmm. So you're not sleeping. <laughs> you're not sleeping. Or, you know, I do know people who say, I can drink a cup of coffee and go to bed. That's great, but it's still in there. Mm-hmm. And so... It could it, be disrupting it, the sleep cycle even if you are sleeping, right? Like, right. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not deep REM sleep. Maybe it's not the deepest sleep. Maybe mm-hmm. you're not dreaming as much as you could be. And yeah. Maybe it's not as restorative. Mm-hmm. Just some things to keep in mind. So caffeine for sure. Another one is too much alcohol. Mm. Alcohol is this... It's this double-edged sword because it makes you fall asleep faster because it's yeah. a sedative, but then it disrupts the restfulness. What the a turd. Sound. Uh, what a turd. <laughs> I know. What a turd. What a, what a, what a trickster. Right. Like, know? oh, this will help. You'll fall asleep, but mm-hmm. then your sleep's going to be terrible. Yeah. I'm your friend. <laughs> yeah. Drink more of me. And then, liar. and then you wake up at two and you're like, I am having the worst night. Like, tossing and turning. <laughs> exactly. No more tossing and turning. <laughs> and another thing is large meals with a high fat content. Mm, mm-hmm. Content. And even a high, high protein content because your body's working really hard to digest. Yes. But it really wants to be restoring. Mm-hmm. It would re- That's the preferred thing your body wants to do when you sleep in yeah. your brain. They want to be restoring and renewing. So letting time letting some time lapse between your meal, your dinner meal and bedtime is really a good idea. Some other great things to add into your nighttime routine. So I love those few, but also keeping in mind that physical activity during the day is really helpful for sleep. Early in the day, it helps you to produce more melatonin later. But if you start to get, if you start to get your game on like at nine or 10 at night, Mm. it will totally disrupt your sleep for the most for most people again i've had people say oh no i exercise right before i go to bed and i'm fine but for the most part it raises endorphins and it raises your energy levels so that it's harder to calm it tells your brain it's time yeah, to wake it's up time to go let's do all the things yeah huh. yeah so putting it earlier in the day helps sleep putting it later in the day might not be such a good thing yeah that's a good tip yeah yep and then the last couple of things have to do with your sleep environment. So sleep hygiene is that word that you hear all the time. Now, what's your sleep hygiene? It's just, how do you make your sleep environment really good so Mm -hmm. that you sleep well? And of course your routines, which we just talked about. One, keep your room cool and dark. Mm -hmm. Oh, if it's hot, I cannot sleep. It's like the whole, um, can you sleep if your pillow is hot? No. Same. No. I need it to be cool. And it's so weird because I'm usually cold, but that is the one thing. Like the hot pillow? No. Same. Do you know what? I'm actually okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell everybody. <laughs> I buy pillowcases based on how cold they are. I open the package and I put my hand in, and I'm like, is it a cold pillowcase or a warm pillowcase? That is if it's brilliant. a warm pillowcase, I will not buy it no matter how pretty it is. Yes. But I have to feel, is it? A, does it get cold in yes. the package? If it does, I'll buy I even go into our, clo- our linen closet <laughs> when I'm making the bed, and I take the coldest pillowcases. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> That's mom's pillowcase That's there. That's amazing. <laughs> I go, I feel them, and I'm like, oh, there's the coldest one. That's mine. Because I hate a hot pillowcase. Same. It makes it very hard to sleep. Yes. Yes. So that's your trick. That's your to-do today. Find the cold pillowcases. Right. Touch every pillowcase in the store. Touch them all and get the cold <laughs> ones. That's right. So definitely a cool room 
a dark room, it really is worth it to invest in blackout shades. Mm, we it's, have them. You do too? Yes. We do too. And especially, I'm like you, I'm a light sleeper. Mm -hmm. So light wakes me up. Yep. Birds wake me up. Snoring wakes Those me up. Birds. <laughs> I haven't figured that one out yet. <laughs> <laughs> I usually wake up kind of happy though, because I'm like, oh, it's the birds. I, when I'm awake, yeah. I love them. <laughs> yeah. But when I'm trying to sleep, it's a whole other yeah. story. I yeah. used to have a... It was a woodpecker? No. Ooh. I think my parents are dealing with a woodpecker right now. I'm getting them confused. But there was this bird that when I was growing up, there was a, a nest right across from my window. But the uh -uh. bird was real dumb. And it would... And it consistently, it was like 6 a.m. It would think maybe it saw another bird and it would just ram itself into the window over and over no. again. No. Every morning. I, oh, Every morning. It was so bad. No, that's not a happy bird. No, that no, was that's not a good unhappy bird. bird. The, the really pretty ones that are, you know, like, welcome, good morning, the Cinderella <laughs> birds I'm all about. But that one, I was not having it. No, that is not a good bird. <laughs> Some that people is are 6 a.m. people, but I was like, mm -mm, no, 17-year-old like, no. me is having none of this. <laughs> no, thank you, bird. You need to find a new place to nest. Oh, that is so funny. Yeah, no, I... Uh, I do normally like the birds in the morning, mm -hmm. although, you know, once in a while I don't. But <laughs> my alarm, I don't know if you've ever seen these. I have an alarm. It looks kind of like a, a clock. It looks kind of like a round white circle. Mm. And it'll it'll start to, a half hour before I get up, it'll start to turn light. It'll turn a light on. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it'll gradually ease you into waking up. So you're not, have you ever turned on a light right after waking up and like been completely blinded yes. it's the worst feeling it's no that's awful that's a yeah. great idea it's a gradual it's this very shift. light gradual it goes from just kind of dim and it gets a little brighter a little brighter i love and that then when the alarm turns on it's birds chirping oh my gosh mm -hmm. but oh you are a disney princess that is amazing <laughs> now the only thing is because we do have birds at home sometimes i've been known to sleep through it because it's, <laughs> i think it's the birds yeah, no that's and not for me <laughs> i'm not gonna get not it. the alarm so there is that downside but normally i kind of like it so anyhow um yeah cold dark room and then we talked a little bit about turning off your electronics and screens. Many of us use our phones as alarms. Guilty. Guilty. Did it this morning. I know. I know. And um, sometimes, even though I have my really nice alarm clock, sometimes mine is up there for different reasons. I'm waiting for something or a call or something. But here's the key. If you use it as your alarm, that's all right. But what you want to do based on those EMFs we just talked about, mm -hmm because they will disrupt your brain waves, you wanna push that phone at least three feet away from your head. Mm -hmm. That is key. Even better, if you're someone who doesn't get up right with your alarm, this will kill two birds with one stone, back to the bird thing. Um, <laughs> you could put your phone over on your dresser, which means it's even safer in terms of EMFs. It's farther away from your head, but also then you get up and turn it off. Right. You have to get up. You can't just keep snoozing. Exactly. Exactly. So either way, you want to keep your phone at least three feet from your head. That will help improve your the soundfulness mm -hmm. of your sleep. Yeah. I don't know if soundfulness is a word. Soundness? I liked it. <laughs> We're just going to roll with it. <laughs> We've coined a new term. That's right. The soundfulness. Maybe it's soundness, but I think we know. Yes, we know. We yeah, it. we're close enough. Okay, and the last thing I really do like a couple things. One, um, 
One is if you like essential oils, you can diffuse them. Mm-hmm. They're very calming. It is calming and it smells nice. It's really good too because it's like a humidifier. It's good for, you know, like your throat and stuff being like dry air and yeah. everything that helps with that. Yeah. Do you have any favorite essential oils? I do. Um, I get mine from Young Living. Mm-hmm. So they have one. It's called something different if it's like doTERRA. It's called Thieves, which oh, is I funny. My dad thieves. makes fun of me. He's like, oh, they're literally telling you they're stealing your money. <laughs> He's, which is not true I, I do really like that one and it smells um i forget what the actual blend is but it has like it's a kind of a spice smell i think there's a little bit of citrus in it too but it's i just, love that one yeah i love like cinnamons and it kind of smells like that yeah i love that one that one is called on guard and doTERRA yes so yes. it's basically the same thing but it's mm-hmm. just called something different because of the brand yeah mm-hmm. yeah and it's really good it's antibacterial it's yes. good it's virus fighting i do it when we're sick um, I love that mm-hmm. one. It's very warm and it's clovey mm-hmm. and cinnamony. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a great one. Yeah, and for sleep, a lot of people benefit from lavender. That's very that. calming. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that my very favorite for sleep, it doesn't diffuse well because it's a heavy oil. Mm. It's called vetiver and it's with a V, V-E-T-I-V-E-R. I've heard of that one, but I've never bought it. That so tell me more about that amazing. one. Yeah? Vetiver is amazing. It's very earthy. Mm. It almost smells like a soil. It's very, mm. very earthy. So Dirt. if you like earthy, yeah, it's, it's kind of dirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people actually, when they first smell it, they're like, really, you like this? Like, no, no, I do. But no one likes it the first time they smell it. But after a few times, okay, you start to really like it. Yeah, yeah, kind of earthy, like patchouli, but different. Yeah, but that one is known for inducing sleep. Nice. So if you put it on, get this, your big toe, one drop on each big toe. Face, I'm like, oh, that's so hilarious. <laughs> Asher, t- you should see Ashley's face right now. She's like, what? Okay. What is this witchcraft? <laughs> but if you put it on your big toe in reflexology, that area actually coordinates with your pituitary gland huh cool fun fact yeah and it yeah, really see, that it makes works. a lot more sense we <laughs> throw her under the bus my mother-in-law i adore her she's the best mother-in-law ever but her sons my husband included always make fun of her because she'll you know she'll say stuff like that like a certain essential oil at the bottom of your foot <laughs> yeah. if you're not feeling well or for whatever and so anything happens like you stub <laughs> stub your toe or something they're like oh better rub some essential oil uh, like they make fun of her so hard there's an oil we're for like, that yeah we're like just <laughs> yeah. rub it on the bottom of your foot you're gonna be fine oh you broke your arm <laughs> rub some essential oils on the bottom of your foot yeah totally joking (laughs) they sound like my kids kids. when my kids were in kindergarten i would get their little feet and give me your little foot before you go to school and i would put essential oils on the bottom yeah like the um thieves yes and the on guard and then they got old enough to say i will not give you my foot i will not i smell weird when i go to school people look at me funny I'm not doing it. And then I would grab their ears and put it on their ears. <laughs> You're like, well, this is accessible. Well, then on your way out the door, no. Oh, I love it. But I love that you explain why, like, the bottom of your foot. There's a physiological reason. It's there, not just some weird voodoo. Yeah. Yeah. No, there really is. The other thing about the bottom of your feet, and I didn't know this for the longest time, but they have the largest pores. I did hear that. Yeah. So they absorb that oil up into mm-hmm. your system faster. Yeah. So it's the most expedient way mm-hmm. to get those oils to work. Yeah. So. That's cool. And of course, smelling them too, mm-hmm. just literally smelling them. Mm-hmm. So lavender, vetiver, they're really wonderful for calming and sleeping. And then I thought it would just be fun to talk about some foods that boost melatonin Yeah, because we make our own melatonin. I know a lot of people take it to help Mm -hmm. calm them down, but it's really nice to know that you can 
um, exercise, like I said, in the morning boosts melatonin, but certain foods do too. So mm-hmm. it's nice to boost your own natural production. So almonds and almond butter, really helpful for oh, boosting nice. melatonin. Yeah. And if you find that you need a little snack before bed to stabilize your blood sugar so you don't wake up hungry in the mm-hmm. middle of the night, because that can happen. Mm-hmm. A handful of almonds or a tablespoon of almond butter is a great plan. Good to know. Yeah. It helps your melatonin and it kind of takes the edge off. Perfect. Yeah. Other things, walnuts also help to do that. And then some tropical fruits, bananas, pineapple, Mm. oranges. Feeling a fruit salad. That sounds really good. I'm telling you, fruit salad after dinner is the way to go. That's awesome. Raspberries and Mm -hmm. tart cherries and tart cherry juice. That all sounds so good. They're all helpful for for boosting that melatonin. Mm -hmm. So you can just start to think about those. I wouldn't eat just the fruit right before bed. The sugar. Yep. Mm -hmm. It'll spike your blood sugar. It'll crash it in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. And that's very often a reason people do wake up in the middle of the night is a low blood sugar, like a blood sugar crash. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah, you would want to have that on earlier with some other food mm-hmm. and then maybe just the almonds before bed. So that's the bottom line for getting a good night's sleep. Uh, if you've tried all these other things and still to no avail, it could be you might want to look into a magnesium deficiency because mm. magnesium deficiency is one of the symptoms of that. And many, many of us are deficient in magnesium. That's a really common deficiency. And one of the symptoms is poor sleep. Wow. Not restful sleep, not yeah. staying asleep. Um, so magnesium is something to look into. Other symptoms could include carrying stress up in your shoulders and neck, mm-hmm. uh, joint pain and muscle pain. Restless legs is a great big one. That, oh, wow. Yeah. Some of those anxiety those and constipation. Those are all some of the classic hallmarks. Mm. So if that, if you're like, oh, that's totally me. All me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Always, always check with your healthcare practitioner before starting. Mm-hmm. Don't take this as medical advice, but before starting a supplement. But if you did want one for insomnia, and you felt like this was a good call and you know you checked with your healthcare practitioner the best one for sleep is magnesium glycinate mm. so there's so many different kinds so don't yeah. just go to the store and buy magnesium <laughs> please don't go to a box store a discount store a drugstore mm. or your grocery store and buy any vitamins mm-hmm. there's more and more research coming out that there's not good stuff in there there are fillers in there there are artificial colors flavors there's talc Ugh. i'm talking for real like talcum powder talc no. in them yes Ugh. So rather than do that, go to someone reputable, go to a good health food store. They do their homework and they buy good brands that mm-hmm. have that have what they say they have yes, in them. Yes, and they work. Exactly. So a good magnesium is magnesium glycinate. My very favorite brand, it's the one I use myself, is called Pure Encapsulations mm-hmm. Magnesium Glycinate. Yes. And you would just start with one before bed. But again, make sure you check that. <laughs> please, please don't take that as medical advice. So that wraps it up for today. We Here's to an excellent night's sleep. That's right. Tonight and every night. And so we will say goodbye for today. And until next time, stay pretty well. <laughs> <laughs>